Welcome to season four. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast is an authentic space to talk about life in truth and love. This podcast has evolved, which is no surprise to me, because when you choose to live authentically, you experience a lot of change. Thankfully, it's always a good change, because when you ditch the coulds and shoulds and let God lead, the outcome is always beautiful. This podcast started as a resource for recovering perfectionists, but has expanded into a place for all to come and be themselves, sharing their struggles and their victories, giving God the glory along the way. Along with inspiring interviews, you have free access to two of my books, You Don't Have to Be Perfect and The Relevant Old Testament. I'm a fan of audiobooks and wanted to create a free listen for other audio fans. The episodes can be found by searching the titles of my book. The You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast has been described as uplifting, food for the soul, reassuring, truth-telling, positive, vulnerable, life-changing, and a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you'll share this space with a friend. In dark and dreary times, art is a glimmer of hope. Art is proof that some humans want to do more than numb through each day for no greater payout than to survive it. This is why I love artists and was inspired to start the artist series on the You Don't Have to Be Perfect podcast. My guests for the series will include authors, musicians, painters, and more. Inside today's podcast, I have with me Susan Ely. Susan is an artist who found an outlet through watercolor and jewelry making when her words dried up. She shares that her passion for art blossomed a few years ago. It was a surprising shift from her identity as a writer and speaker. Struck by a temporary loss of words, she embarked on an exploration of curiosity and experimentation. An untouched palette of watercolors beckoned. Instagram photos urged her to paint, and soon she found herself immersed in art, painting flowers and whimsical birds late into the night. At 71, Susan considers herself a latecomer to the art world, but has found great joy in creating. Susan, thank you so much for being here today. Hey, I'm excited to spend some time with you. I'm looking forward to this since I'm such a fan of your work. Well, I'm telling you, I I think I should hire you as my PR person. (laughs) Cool. I like you. Yeah, I had to to laugh your last, your podcast. Mm -hmm. The last one I listened to, the, the gal you were interviewing asked you if you were an actress, if you acted. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the um the video that you did for my earrings was like I mean I knew it was spontaneous and I'm like wow this girl is like comes alive in front of a camera well it's definitely spontaneous I don't it's not I see I don't consider myself an actress I, I that's just me <laughs> yeah. I'm just expressive how yes. about that yes I'm expressive and I love to share so yeah. That's that's what that is. Because uh, to me, even though I l- really, I mean, there's some 
I really do like good acting. Like it's like a, it's something that I really enjoy. I consider it an art form, like what we're talking about today. Sure. Um, but it's, um, I, I don't consider myself one because to me, acting is actually fake, you know, like you're, you're pretending and I'm not pretending. So yes, you are, you are very genuine. That's why I don't consider myself an actress because I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not pretending. But you were very comfortable um, in that role. Well, I've had a lot of practice. (laughs) I've been doing stuff on social media for like, oh, I think since like 2017 now. So it's just because I used to be really self-conscious about it. And now I don't even care. It's just like anything that you do like regularly you it just gets easy yeah and actually kind of like talking to the camera better than like someone face to well no I like face to face I don't like big groups like like I've had some speaking engagements and I don't like I don't I mean it doesn't feel good I, I don't like being up there and everyone's staring at me oh see I like the bigger the better Not, I know I don't uh, I don't like for some reason it's less um I, it, less intimidating. Well, it weird. depends. If I have a big auditorium and it's dark out there and I can't see, then I don't care. But, mm-hmm. but like, if I can see people's faces, then I'm really nervous. Um, but what I meant by one, like one on one, that was my favorite. Yeah, that's my too. favorite. With and coffee. I could, with coffee. I, yeah, but I consider my camera my other one. You know. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, um, so Susan, what kind of art do you make? Well, I currently am focusing most of my efforts on collage and specifically I'm making earrings out of collaged papers that I make by hand. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's kind of funny how that started. I've actually been making art since right before COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to that, I i mean, I was a writer. That's how you and I connected through yeah. folk writers probably, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. totally, totally immersed in the writing world. And then um, I guess maybe fall... 2019 okay I, it just seemed like the words dried up like mm. I felt like I said all that I had to say and I was like oh now what so I um I mean I knew that you know I needed to do something to jump start it um and not just say okay suddenly I'm not creative anymore mm. so about five years prior I had bought myself a set of watercolors for my birthday and mm-hmm. promptly stuck them in a drawer because I found it way too intimidating. Mm-hmm. So since I was experiencing this drought of words, um, I grabbed the watercolors as we were heading to the mountains that fall. And I got up early one morning and broke them out, not having a clue what I was doing. And I really did not come up for air for about four hours. Wow. And honestly, I've barely written a word since. 
<laughs> which is, you know, it's okay. Uh, yeah. it, it freaks me out a little bit sometimes. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, where did the words go? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes now I actually even struggle to write an Instagram caption. It's like some other part of my brain has been activated. But the cool thing is I really spent my whole life wrapped up in this kind of persona of being like the deep thinker, the intellectual, um, you know what I mean? Like yeah. reading deep things, contemplating deep things. I was just deep. Um, but I also really struggle with depression. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I could spiral out, you know, mm-hmm. the whole lay in bed at night and, you know, voo, 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 your brain going nuts. Um, but wow, something really has uh, amazing has happened since I started doing the art because it just, I don't know, requires me to be so present, I mm. guess. With yes. It. And I, I, I mean, I sit down and uh, gosh, I, I don't have a thought in my head, other, you know, other than just choosing colors and shapes. And mm. um, I don't know, it's just been such a peaceful, peaceful season. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I started out with the watercolors, um, just really simple things. Well, uh, I want to say, I really want to say this before I forget it. You, your piece, I believe transfers. That's why I love your work so much. Like I feel that piece in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I get that from you. And that's why I'm like such a huge fan. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that really blesses me to hear that. Um, and I'm wearing your art right now, even though yes, you can't see I, me. You, I, think I'm, I think we're wearing, if you have on what you had on earlier online, I think we're wearing the same um, collection. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I am. I, I, I put those on this morning before I went live because I was like, well, I got to put some earrings on. <laughs> yeah, so the funny thing that happened was, so I, I started doing watercolor with really, I mean, absolutely no intention whatsoever of of like becoming an artist selling a piece of art I just I needed another way to be creative right Mm -hmm. and um I but from the very very beginning and I want to say it was just I still have this little piece it was just a tiny little two by two watercolor of three little flowers you know mm-hmm. it's kind you see them do where you just do the little dab and little dab and little dab and let the water run a little bit um, but from the very beginning I posted what I was doing on Facebook mm-hmm. just because I really had it in my heart to encourage people that it's okay to be a beginner mm-hmm. you know um you know, when I was doing a lot of speaking, like at women's retreats and things, um, I, don't know, I felt like I just met a lot of people my age who, I, I don't know, just seemed stuck to me. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't, they weren't trying new things, you know, and I've, right. I'm all about, I'm all about, as a matter of fact, my word for the year, um, that year that I started doing watercolor. Um, I think was it explore yeah that was Mm. explore and um, 
so yeah, that's what I started doing. And I started posting and it was resonating with people. And then um, one of our fellow Hope writers, actually something I posted, some painting I posted really resonated with her and she asked if she could buy it. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like little by little, I started doing that. And then um, I had an Etsy shop for a while. And then, so we were living in Raleigh, North Carolina, a fairly big city. And we moved during COVID, we moved to Warrington, North Carolina, which is like 800 people, tiny little town. Wow. Interestingly, um, it's a very artistic town. There, mm. there are a lot of very interesting people, a lot, a lot of artists. And of course, in a small town, you know, um, word gets out. And I was asked to join like the arts council. And then I was asked to have my stuff in a, in a show. Wow. With some other artists. And of course, I was scared to death. I didn't know anything about how to wire a piece of art for for hanging, you know. <laughs> and oh my goodness, I was like kind of a wreck. Um, but just had a great response to that. Meanwhile, my daughter, who has been a jewelry designer for uh, Good Girls Studio, look it up. Or <laughs> uh, she's raised her children as a single mom as a uh, high-end jewelry designer she can nice. say you know mom you've uh you sell a piece of art here and there which is great but like you need to do something where you're generating income on a regular basis like you've mm-hmm. got all you've got all this art just laying around you're not doing anything with like why don't you make earrings out of it mm-hmm. or you know, or make prints. She was just always kind of, she's one of those people that like, she gets an idea for something and an hour later, she's got a website up. Right. (laughs) You know, whereas I might have the same idea in six months from now, I'd still be contemplating it. Oh yeah. Um, So she bugged me for kind of a long time. And finally last February, I was like, fine, I'll make a pair of earrings. And Mm -hmm. I made and I, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing, but how hard could it be, right? So um, I made a pair of earrings and I sent her the picture and I go there, I'm a, I'm a jewelry designer. Mm-hmm. So the, the ironic part of it all is that some of the, although I got, I always got good feedback on my art. Once I started really like showing it, I, I was always told like, you need, your art needs to be bigger, mm-hmm. you know? Like you're going to be in a gallery, you need a bigger piece of art. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like I spent all last summer in heaven mm-hmm. making these tiny little books, uh-huh. like three by three. Like mm-hmm. I would take children's board books mm-hmm. and collage them. Or I would make one of those accordion-like books, you know, mm-hmm. and spend weeks collaging little things. I got so much joy out of that. But, you know, there were kind of people, there were people that would be kind of like, well, that's cool. Uh, when are you going to start making art again? You know? Oh, you're like, right? that is art person. So <laughs> the funny part of the whole thing is, I, you know, I was totally embracing all that. But yet when like my daughter told me, well, why don't you make earrings? I was like, earrings? I don't want to do that. Meanwhile, how small of a piece of art could you make, you know, mm-hmm. than, a piece of, than a pair of earrings? 
I just enjoy it so much. It's, it's really taking uh, my love for collage. Mm. Um, and I, and I still do bigger pieces. Like I love to do um, collages of forests is like mm -hmm. my, my favorite thing. And I, right. I have some much bigger paintings, um, but taking that and doing a smaller version, mm -hmm. it's, it's like, to me, it's like a spiritual experience. Yeah. Like my husband came up yesterday and he was watching what I was doing. And I was in the process of taking a bunch of handmade papers I had made and ripping them up mm -hmm. and then um, collaging them onto a heavier substrate. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this is just amazing to me how like you make such beautiful things out of really such a mess, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, and, um, I I like that. I, but I, isn't I, that God? Yeah, I mean, that's that God? Is, like, what else does He do but that, right? Exactly. Come down in the middle of our mess when we can't see. It just looks like a hodgepodge. But like, I love that process of honing in on little parts of that collage. Mm. And it's like, Ooh, that would be pretty. My mantra with the earrings is go big or go home, right? And yeah. <laughs> me, Vanessa is of the same mindset as yeah. our other. But I you know, that is not everyone's deal for mm. sure. And they're quick to tell you, you know, I don't wear big earrings. Okay, that's fine, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but what I've enjoyed about the process, especially since I've started doing these um, markets, like um, art, you know, craft markets, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, is that I think people, like you said um, earlier, you said that the 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 piece comes through. Mm -hmm. um, something does come through because even the people who are not going to wear that earring in a million years, mm -hmm. they stop and kind of soak it in. Yeah, you know, they, they get drawn into mm -hmm. all the detail. You know, and um, that's kind of why I started calling it art for your ears. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yes, they have an appreciation for that. You know, they'll say, gosh, I, you know, that's, that's not for me. I wouldn't wear it, but, but that's, that's amazing. Well, and you know, I said that, like, I know I did. Like, I was like, yeah. it's like art for your ears. Like yeah. you get to and wear art. That said that. Yeah. And um, I just, I just, I'm thinking, I'm listening to you and I'm, I feel like I'm seeing this I, I I don't know if I want to call it a timeline but it's like I'm I'm like visualizing this whole thing you know like you said you you felt like your words dried up but yeah. you really wanted to find some other kind of outlet and I mean well but I, was I don't know about you but I was trying to find an outlet to to re-spark my words you know? Right, right. But do you do you see like do you feel like that was that's been God this whole time Oh yeah. Just guiding um, you through all of this because yeah. I mean, even though it's the earrings, you, to me, it reminds me of so many of my own, um, leadings from God where it's like, I didn't know how to do that. Um, yeah. I didn't have a desire to do that, but then it like became this thing that was such a blessing. Um, and that's how for me, it's like, Oh, that has God all over it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you feel like that years ago, and, and it was even before, well, no, I shouldn't say that. That's not true. 
when I was really immersed in my writing with big dreams and goals, you know, um, I, uh, I'll never forget, I was over at, on the coast taking a walk in the woods and I just uh, was sitting on a log. I was sitting mm -hmm. on a log and I just heard the spirit say, I'm teaching you to see. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know, I, I was so geared into hearing, you know, not, I was never really had never been much of a visual person. Mm. Um, and I had friends who really were. And my husband, um, you know, it's like if my husband and I went for a walk, I'm just walking. Right. And he's like noticing every tiny little bug. Mm. He, he really was a, a seer, if that's a word. Right. No, I get it. And, and I think part of this process, too, was that uh, about nine years ago, yeah, nine years ago, I kind of started a gratitude journey. And it, it was not at a season in my life where I had much of anything to be grateful for. Mm. Like, it was the worst of times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It was the worst of times. It was the Job season. It was mm. the gnashing of teeth and, you know, being on your face on the carpet. Right. Kind of a season. And um, like, it was so bad that one day I went out for a walk and I was like, I, I just have to start thanking God. And I mm. literally, like, there was nothing in my present moment, you know, that I could grasp onto, but I... Um, I, I mean, I was thanking him for memories, mm -hmm. you know, my childhood memories. I mean, by the time I got done, I was thanking him for the cracks on the sidewalk. Right. It reminded, it reminded me of when I was little and I would go over them with my roller skates, you know, mm, yeah. it was like, I, I had left the house that day in just in such a pit and I came home and it was like something had broken open inside of me. Mm. You know, it's like mm -hmm. all I could see before was the negative, the negative. And I, I, I don't know. It just for nine years. Um, yeah. So it was 10 years ago because for nine years, I wrote a nightly gratitude list and posted it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I like to keep myself accountable, you know? And yeah. It, it really um, broke that cycle of depression because I wasn't focused yes. on the negative stuff anymore. It was like, you know, like I counted, I, um, I called the nightly post counting it all joy. Yes. Yes. And I read those and I loved yeah. them. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was like, gosh, I feel like I really have been following you a very long time and I've loved being part of the journey. But I, I want to say I really I relate so much to what you're saying about, you know, how you were just in this pit and then you chose gratitude and the power that it has to shift your focus is huge. Yeah. It is huge because you know, and I tell people too, and I, you know, I, sometimes I'm, I fail, you know, but not for very long. You know, I, I quickly remember, oh, wait, wait, just, just start thanking God for something, 
you know, like I say, thank you, God, for my socks. Thank you, God, for my yeah. pillow. Thank you, God, yeah. for, you know, because those are all blessings from him. Thank you, God, that I have warm water. You know, like just those little, like you said, the cracks in the sidewalk. And it has power. Yeah, to- it's like you're, you're, you're looking for beauty. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's, to me, that's looking for God, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that's what I see in your work. You shall find, you know. That's what I see in your work. I think that's why I'm so drawn to it and um, enjoy it so much because it's like, yes, that that's a good reminder. So like the other day when I posted my picture, like I had a rough day, but at least I have pretty fall right. earrings, right? <laughs> like that was real. Like I really meant that because it's like, no, these are my reminders that there's still beauty, that God is still with me. Even yeah, though, you know, it was rough. Funny. Sometimes you feel like, you know, what you're doing is insignificant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like uh, sometimes Absolutely. I get a vibe from people like, oh, you have a little jewelry business. How sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, last Saturday I did a market and it was, I mean, I felt a little out of my element because it was in a fancy, fancy country club. Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, goodness. These people were wearing leisure outfits that probably cost more than my monthly income, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I felt a little, you know, I don't know. Out of place. Out of place, yeah. Um, but this, this, like, this made it all worth it to me. This, this woman came up and she said something about looking for some, she was just admiring the earrings and something about an event that she had coming up. And she said she was, she had these leopard shoes and a leather dress. And I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, but I need something to, um, that will go with that and with my short hair. And then she said, which is not by choice. Mm-hmm. She said to me, okay, she's just had chemo. Mm-hmm. She had very, very short hair. And one of the first things she said after that was, I don't wear big earrings. Right. So, um, and, and I hear that a lot, right? So um, she had very specific like colorway that she was looking for and they had to be small and they had to be, um, they needed to be posts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't do a lot of posts. So anyway, um, we found her pair and she was, I mean, I was about to ring her credit card and mm-hmm. she looked up and spotted, literally, I kid you not, the biggest pair on my table, <laughs> which I had not shown her, mm-hmm. you know? And she goes, wow, like this is a perfect match. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, why don't I give you a hand mirror and you hold them up? And she held them up and her face just lit up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think these are the ones. I'm mm-hmm. like, I think they definitely are. And, you know, she just left there feeling like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, I don't know. That just made me so happy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I think it, it like what you said, it is easy to feel insignificant. Yeah. Like that what you're doing is insignificant. But then you get those moments like that. And like, again, I'm seeing this filtering, right? It's like God to you, to them. Like you're the vessel, you know, um, and the, your work is the vessel, and it There's just carries so out. Powerful. There's something so powerful about art. Mm-hmm. Um, 
before I even started making earrings, I was in like a holiday market last November and I brought paintings, journals I had made. Uh, I guess that was about it. Anyway, this, this man stopped and was just engrossed looking at things. And um, he was Eastern European and started telling me that he was very artistic when he was growing up. He wanted to be an artist, but his mother, his parents were very controlling and wouldn't let him go into that field. Like it was like the most powerful encounter. There was mm -hmm. something about looking at my little, okay, I've been doing art for two years, you know, something that resonated in him to a point that he was reminded, oh yeah, I forgot I'm an artist. Mm. So ever since that day, I have regretted so much that I didn't get that guy's contact info. Um, I knew he was someone local and I had asked around, couldn't find anybody that knew him. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I was coming out of the post office and there he was. And I thought, well, he won't recognize me, but I recognized him. And he recognized me immediately and tells me how significant that day was in his life and how um, it started him on this spiritual quest and the healing that has been taking place. Now, I'm not saying that he fell to his knees and became a Christian because he's really searching and searching um, through all kinds of paths, you know, mm -hmm. but um, we did end up talking about Jesus and Christianity and had, I mean, he talked to me on the steps of the post office for probably 25 minutes. Wow. That is, wow. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's the spirit of God, you mm -hmm. know, that's just the spirit of God moving through you and I don't know, somehow it's still being in, embodied in inanimate objects. I mean, it's kind of hard to even think about. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it is God. like, I, I, I believe it. Like, you know, I, it makes so much sense to me because I experience it and you're sharing about the experience and, um, you know, one of my questions on here is, do you feel art nourishes your soul? Which I oh. know that you're yeah. going to say yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I'm like looking at it going, I need to change that question because I think anybody on here is going to say yes. So it's kind of silly. Well, but just how does art, art nourish your soul? Exactly. Um, and, you know, we've kind of already said in, in so many ways. I mean, it's... Um, to me, it's, it's weird because it's, it's super relaxing, but I also, um, <clears throat> it also really stirs me up. Like one of my most, I'm the most productive with my art first thing in the morning mm -hmm. and in the evening, my husband has health issues. So he goes to bed super, super early, which is, leaves me with a lot of free time in the evening. I'm not a big TV watcher. So I come up in my studio. Um, and I mean, I could, it's it's funny because you know from four o'clock in the afternoon till about seven I'm ready for bed you know mm -hmm. I can just go wow. to sleep and then I have to push through that to make the dinner and clean up blah 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 and then I finally come up and have this little me time and 
I just come alive and mm. I could, I mean, I could be up here till midnight easy. Um, but it, it, so it's super relaxing, but it also revs me up because then right. I have to like find a way to kind of bring it down again so that I can relax and go to sleep, you know? Totally. Yeah, I get that. So one question I am curious about is that, and I like asking everybody, what is your personal definition of art? So um, I kind of chuckled when, when you sent me that question that we were going to talk about that because I'm like, oh, great. So here I am now, this person who is struggling to write and have cohesive thoughts. <laughs> What's my definition of art? <laughs> to me, it's just, uh, it's about making. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about seeing and making. I don't, I don't look at it as uh, a specific thing, like a painting. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, all those things are that, but like, I just feel sad when people say, oh, I don't have a creative bone in my body. Mm -hmm. Just not true. Yeah. We all do. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we are made in God's image who, and he is the creator. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it just looks different for everybody. Yes. I was to a podcast earlier today and by this artist, and he was talking about how his daughters are very creative, but they're in a season of life where <coughs> they're just having to focus on, you know, they both work for big companies. They're, they're just kind of grinding, you know, mm -hmm. but they, they use their creativity in like curating. He, he used the word curating the rest of their life, you know, mm. like how they, um, how they set the table, how the, the flowers they bring into their home. You know what I mean? That yes, it, it can just look like so many different things. I love uh, that. A friend of mine here in town, uh, she's so supportive of my work. Um, she's my other PR agent, <laughs> uh, but she would probably be quick to say, Oh, you know, she's not creative, but Oh my goodness. I mean, she, she lives creatively. She relates to people so creatively, you know, mm -hmm. walks into Olive Garden and the way she engages with people and encourages I mean that's an art mm -hmm. that's an art yeah I agree with you I was gonna say I used to be one of those people that was like oh no I'm not creative um and and now I'm like oh gosh like that I'm so glad that I don't feel that way anymore I'm so glad yeah. that because what I was talking about before with the other guests too is like I believe that we all are um but some just don't recognize it yet like they haven't allowed themselves to be creative even though they are but we 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 kind of put it as like a, a non-essential and um like kind of shame oh well it's just our you know I don't but but I think it's so life-giving um for the maker and for the appreciator you know what I mean like it goes together yeah and um so I started you know I started painting and and then people are like, oh, you're so good at painting. I'm like, mm, I, I would never say that. I, I, but I enjoy doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like 
like just getting it out and and ex- like what you said exploring like oh look let's see what I can do you know right. um and then right like I mean I feel like we all have the ability to be creative in some way shape or form like you said curating your life that was a really cool um but we we often don't allow ourselves to go there what do you yeah. think yeah I do I think that and I I think we we buy into a mindset of that's out there of what art is and art isn't you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I the, this podcast I mentioned earlier that I mentioned about his daughters being curators. He, he has a uh, it's Nicholas Wilton, and he has a, a teaching school, art teaching school um, called Art to Life. But he talks about you're not just making art; you're making a life, mm. um, which reminded me this morning I was listening to an episode and that and that you know that's their tagline so it's always the first thing you hear and it reminded me of um of one of my favorite books it's by John Ortberg and I think it's called the me you want to be and Mm -hmm. one of the lines that I love from that book is and I, I won't get it right but it's like God's not trying to make you into someone else The Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit does is he is making you you -er. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you-er or yourself, the essence of you, the essence of the spirit in you um, to just overflow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. That can happen, you know, that, that doesn't take oil paints and pastels or clay it can it can it can take you opening your door and offering someone who's hurting a cup of coffee and letting them talk Mm -hmm. there's definitely an art to that Mm -hmm. yeah well I want to know I'm going to ask you one thing that's you know not on here which is what message do you want to share to anyone that's listening to this about art or creativity I think it would be to uh, I would encourage people to just really go to the father and um, ask him you know what what gifts have you given me that I haven't uncovered yet mm-hmm. I had a dream one time um, I had a dream one time that <laughs> was like Oh, should I should I even tell this story? It's kind of weird. <laughs> um, no, I, it was a dream about like unearthing. You know, when you go out like on a country road with you're near the coast, and the the road is just like almost like sand, mm-hmm. like sand, and there's like rocks kind of peeking through. You know, mm-hmm. and the dream was about like digging up these rocks and uncovering. I don't know. I think that's kind of been my theme all along. One of my, when I used to do speaking for Stonecroft, um, the, the theme of my talk, giving my testimony was leaving this uh, safety and security of your shell. And like I used the turtle um, Mm -hmm. as 
is the, the kind of theme there because I felt like that's continually what the Holy Spirit was saying to me, come out, come mm -hmm. out. Of you know, now I think he probably is like, oh gosh, what, what have I done? Yeah, no. <laughs> Get her back in there. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, just that, that theme of, of coming out. Uh, I think about, I wrote a poem once. Uh, no, it was, well, you will know. I didn't write a poem. The poem kind of wrote itself. It <laughs> and it was, uh, it was something like mine, like be a miner, you know, like where you're digging. Mm -hmm. Mine, mine yourself. Um, everything you need, you already have. Mm -hmm. You see a waste land like a dreary drought field of nothing desert kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was like the Holy spirit was saying, I see the treasures that I have buried for you, there for you to uncover mm. so me that. Yeah. So that was, I haven't thought this through. I, I'm glad you asked me this question. Cause that, that helps. It helps me kind of solidify things in, in my mind. But that, yeah, that that whole theme of um, of Jesus making us youier and making us more like Him, mm -hmm. uncovering and exploring the treasures that He has for us. And hey, I, I'm not saying like I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. Who knows? Maybe. Right. Um, I think there's probably a lot of things that I've yet to uncover you know mm -hmm. some people like i have i have a brother who um sort of famous in the music world and mm -hmm. uh he's known since he could put a saxophone in his hands what he was going to do with his life you know mm -hmm. now that's that's rare but i think we live like in a time where where people think that should be the norm and they beat themselves up if they're mm -hmm. Years old and haven't discovered who they are and who they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to to be doing you know mm -hmm. right especially this younger generation with all the social media they're so focused on that you know and I right. think it takes getting older sometimes to I mean I know it did for me it took going through a lot of seasons good and bad to realize that you know what they're their seasons yeah <laughs> you know that's not, just because you know at this point you lost your house you know your car got repoed all the above which uh fyi that's my story mm -hmm. um that's not my life though that right was, that was a season that's part of my story just i think if you have an ongoing vital relationship with Jesus, with the Father, with the Holy Spirit. Um, you're so free to ask those questions, you know? Show me, show me who I am. Show me who I am to you. Right. Now you're working now, Vanessa, what at the um what's the name of the shop here at the Wild Wild See, Birds Unlimited. Wild Birds Unlimited. And you're it's like you're the last time I talked to you, you were relishing it. You know, mm 
Mm -hmm. Who knows down the road? Maybe you'll have a franchise of that. (laughs) And then down the road, you may go, wasn't that a crazy season where God let me enjoy that for a while, you know? Yeah. But, But it was so clear to me when you were talking about it, that you were in the moment, you were present, you were appreciating the gift of it, the beauty of it, the being given the freedom to learn and research. I mean, that's, that's making a life, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, to me, that's making art. Yeah. You know, and there's, I've said to people before, just because this is what I'm doing now, I know that it might not be what I'm doing later because you know, my, my college career, my, my degrees and stuff, I, I, I went such a different way yeah. and, it, and it was the way God led me. And I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I like it so much better, honestly. Um, so I, I wanted to highlight the name of your, your website, the late bloomer gallery. Yes. Because I I think are an inspiration. Um, And I know like just another little encouragement there, like you specifically encouraged me. Like I bought a watercolor set just to see like, I wonder if I could do this. Watercolor seems really hard to me, but I haven't, I put, I tucked it away (laughs) like you. (laughs) I I tucked it away because I was like, it's so intimidating. We need to do, we need to do a watercolor zoom, Vanessa. That would be so fun because I don't even know where to start. Every time I've ever done watercolor, it just goes all over the place. And I'm like, cool. Now I haven't done watercolor since I was a child, but there you you go. If you want to, if you want to confront your control issues, try watercolor. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm, but I'm like, really, I'm, I'm feeling so open to it that like yeah. I bought myself a little set, you know, and, um, uh, but I haven't done anything well, with give it. yourself the, the, um, the gift of making a not perfect painting, a huge mess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, allow yourself to play, you know, some nights I'll be, I'll be sitting up in my studio and I'll be painting, cutting, pasting, and, you know, I'll hear like this little voice, not God, being like, oh, that's sweet. What are we, like six years old? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, there's, <laughs> there is opposition to the creative act. There is. For sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if it doesn't come from other people, it'll just come out of your own. Yeah. Yeah. Own. That's, that's what I was saying earlier. But you know what you just reminded me of? The scripture that says, you know, to come into my kingdom, you need to become like little children. <laughs> that just, I mean, I know that it doesn't mean. Bring your, bring your glue stick. <laughs> it doesn't mean that a hundred percent, but um, like it's, it just popped into my head when you said that, like, what are you, a six-year-old? I'm like, hey, well, you know, God I welcomes was, children. I, I, think, I think when we get those thoughts that are not of the Lord, mm-hmm. that we should just um, remind the enemy that um, the first person that was filled with the Holy Spirit was Bezalel, mm-hmm. who was an artist. Mm-hmm. Yes, a, in so Exodus. There you, mm-hmm. there you go. That's right. I love it. I never thought of using that, but I will now. Yeah. So, Susan, it has been such a delight uh, talking with you. 
I want to ask, where can we find your art and support you? Okay, so you can find my art at Late Bloomer Gallery. Mm -hmm. um, and it's amazing. And so I'm sorry? I said, and it's amazing. Oh, thank you. So there's, uh, all the earrings are grouped on there by collection. Um, we also, my husband is the most supportive man and patient and he built the website. He did the whole deal, mm. but he also has kind of taught himself to do the whole, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, my brain just left my head. Um, print on demand thing. So like he's taken some of my paintings and now like you can get them on uh, notebooks and journals and aprons and napkins and tote bags Very and all cool. that stuff. Um, my art, uh, I think there's only right now a preview of buying my physical art on there just because the website itself is fairly new. We just have not got around to that yet. Um, but yeah, so that's really fun. And if anyone wants to delve into the archives um, of my writing, that can be found on my blog, susanely.com. Mm. I think on Facebook and on Instagram, because they were already taken, it's, uh, well, it, I mean, they can do just my name, but uh, Late Bloomer Art Gallery, as opposed to just Late Bloomer Gallery. Mm. Okay. Good to know. This was fun. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, this was really enjoyable. You, I was enjoying listening to you, and you shared so many things that, um, like, really resonated with me, and um, it was just really encouraging. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm blessed to um, be asked to participate. Oh yes.